to Lunch Plus today. We are going to be talking about Can I Hear God's Voice? We're going to be hopping into that at 12.15 today. Make sure that you stick around and watch. And even if you can't, you can go back at 12.15. Hop back on at 12.15. And if you're watching in the replay... <laughs> I did yeah, it for you. <laughs> Guys, if you're watching later on YouTube, go check our uh, description below and you can click and, and jump right in. Click the, yeah. uh, the timestamp and jump right in to the word. Uh, but guys, right now it's time for family chat. Which is right now, which is why you're on, so that way we can chat and say hello to you. You can hang out with us, and we're excited to have you on. I saw Evan on. Evan, we love you. Evan said wazoop. I, I don't think that's what he said, though. That's not what he said. It's, I, what, how do you pronounce what language? Wazoop. What language is wazoop? Uh, it sounds African. Wazoop, doo-a-doop, doo-a-doop. Okay, Johnny. It's scat. <laughs> it's the language of scat. <laughs> it's the language of scat. Johnny, guess what? Because we, guys. We threw Johnny off. We threw Johnny <laughs> off. Um, Buddy was the first commenter today, which isn't really an achievement because we did it trickily. So. Yeah, we started two minutes <laughs> earlier today for the countdown. Shannon says, good morning. Good morning. Pastor Nicole says, hi there, in her southern accent that she has. Um, Evan says, what's up for? Too jazzy for you. <laughs> I, he didn't say four. He said, LOL. I don't have my glasses on. I realized I was I like, where did you get on. four? I just made it up. I'm like, oh, hey, that's not the word. He said, what's up, four? <laughs> what's up, four? <laughs> oh, my gracious. Uh, during one of the questions, I'm going to have to grab my glasses so I can read your answers. <laughs> oh, gracious. We have fun. We do have fun. We have fun. Well, guys, we have a great broadcast for you today. First up, we're doing family chat right now. But then after that, we are doing who would win in a fight after who would win in a fight, we'll be entering into a time of prayer, followed by Memes with Marky, one of our newest, favoritest segments. It's going to be awesome. But now it's time for family chat. Right now we're stepping into family chat. It's going to be awesome. That was Buddy being super kind and giving me the moment to go grab my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> now your glass glasses just... Translated. It's those true. Here. I I've, just call them grasses. My grasses translated <laughs> on my face, y'all. Okay, we're going to hop into our first question. Guys, make sure that you are answering these in the comments because the person that helps us hit 100 comments first gets a gift card on us because we love you. So if we can put up our first question and let's chit chat about Christmas. What is the best Christmas candy? Um, so I don't know. A single Christmas candy other what do you than mean candy you don't canes. Know, what do you mean you don't know Christmas candies? Candy canes is the only Christmas candy I can think of. Cherry cordials? I don't even know what that is. Like the Queen Anne cherries? The cherries that are covered in chocolate and have the, the stuff in them? No, I have no idea what you're talking yes, about. Yes, you do. I genuinely guys, have no idea what you're talking guys, about. Guys, do you know what I'm talking about? Kevin does. Kevin, Kevin Buck behind the camera is like nodding and being like, yes, <laughs> that is where it is at. That's how I'm interpreting his nod. Um, Priscilla says, Christmas fudge, yum. Pastor Nicole says, potato candy. I didn't know that that was a Christmas thing. Potato candy, she only makes it at Christmas time. Oh. And I, guys, do you know what potato candy is? It is, I judged it. And oh, I potato candy is amazing. It's so good. It is so good. 
good. It's like you take potatoes and you mash them, boil them, put them in a stew, and you put lots of powered sugar. You, you in don't there. actually do those things. Yeah, you, you, don't just, do that stuff. you just boil them, mash them, and add a ton of sugar to it. Lots of powdered <laughs> sugar, and then peanut butter in the middle, and you yeah. roll it up, and oh, it's so good. It's super amazing. So good. Evan says Christmas bark. So I think that is also really good. That's like the chocolate it's with the chocolate. with the peppermint crushed up in it. Mm -hmm. So yes, uh, Evan. Evan, I hope I just answered your question about what potato candy was. Kevin Buck says that he likes the ribbon hard candies. Interesting. I think that Kevin Buck is the only one that likes those candies. I think they were made just for Kevin. And Kevin's mouth dropped in shock that I said that, but then also celebration that the Lord loved him enough to make him a candy. I don't know what ribbon candies are. You don't know what ribbon candies are? Like, like it's like old-fashioned. Tell me if I'm wrong, but it's the old-fashioned like white candy that has stripes in it, and they're wavy. You mean it's like it's, cotton candy, or like our peppermints? No, our mints no, 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 and no. it's thin and brittle, but it's not like it, it's kind of like the texture of peanut brittle e almost. And is there peanut butter in it? No. Okay, I'm mess. I'm meshing a couple mm. things there. Um, yeah. Evan and Pastor Nicole are setting up a house party in the comments right now. She invited <laughs> Evan over to eat some potato candy, and Evan is down. So here we go. Um, Marky says, "Have you all ever had the pink peanut butter blossom thing?" Nope. I think that's just something you just made up right there because pink is your favorite color, and you're like, "I want it to be pink," so I'm going to speak it. What are you talking about, kid? Yeah. She's just shrugging, so I need her to give me I don't some even, more She doesn't even know what she's talking about. She, uh, she says her grandmother always had them. Okay. Buddy, or Pastor Nicole says, Buddy, it's good you came down south at a young age. Bless your heart, you've been deprived. We'll hook you up. With what? Potato, or, or no, ribbon candy. <laughs> oh, ribbon candy. Ribbon okay, candy. yeah, because I, I have no idea what that is. See, I, as you can see, I'm very, I guess... Where I'm, I've been deprived is in the Christmas candy section. Cherry cordials are my favorite Christmas candy. Those are, you get them in a red box at the store, and it mm -hmm. says Queen and Cherries. They come yeah. in, like, two little stacks of eight cherries on mm -hmm. either one, and it's chocolate with a real cherry in the middle, and then there's, like, this white liquidy frosting-y stuff. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Sounds it's, appetizing. I'm going to show you a picture, and you're going to want one. See, now... If, if these next two things that I mentioned count as Christmas candies, then, then I'll choose them. Uh, the Reese's Christmas trees? Sure. And the uh, Little Debbie Christmas tree no. cakes? That's a cake. That's not candy. That's a okay, cake. Okay, well then just Reese's like Christmas trees. George in the comment just said sugar cookies that we decorate ourselves. That's a cookie. George, I love you, but that, that, that's a cookie. So it's, it's different. Pastor Nicole said, all these candies you've missed in life, this is why we're so sweet down here. Um, all of a sudden, Marky's alive. I love Reese's Trees! They're yes. so much better than regular! That's a fact. Because there's less chocolate and there's more peanut butter in them. So it's, it's the peanut butter lovers, mm -hmm. Reese's. It's the ratio of it. Mm -hmm. uh, Marky says that she likes white chocolate, though. White chocolate Reese's... I'm pretty with you on that. They're yes. Good. White chocolate Reese's is way better mm -hmm. than normal Reese's, in my opinion. Like, at Easter, they'll have, like, the eggs come around, like mm -hmm. the, the Reese's eggs and their yeah. white chocolate. Those are really good, too. Okay, question number two of the day. Who is your toughest person to shop for for Christmas? Ah, for sure my twin sister. Really? She's that person that, like, what do you want for Christmas? Mm, I don't know. 
Aren't you twins supposed to be able to share a mind, like mind twinning stuff? That's not necessarily how it works. I, but that's what movies have taught me, so that's what I expect what, to what be real. What movies have taught you that? Every Disney Channel movie ever about a twin. <laughs> <Or> twin. <laughs> Actually, there was one moment. Oh, wow, look at that. Pastor, pastor, pastor. I'm not going to lie, pastor's my answer, too. <laughs> like, pastor Brian is for sure my answer on what, this. What does he say, say when you ask him, what do you want? Does he say, be led? Um, be led. Pray about um, it. There's normally a shoulder shrug, and then if he like if he thinks of it, he'll be like, "Be led," and then he'll like laugh and walk off. Um, and then here's here's the thing with Pastor. Like Pastor is so receptive of getting gifts. Like like he is he's a great receiver, mm -hmm. but. He's also a very specific man. And so like he mm. likes what he likes. Yeah. And he'll he'll esteem the gift, but that doesn't necessarily mean he'll like the gift. Yeah. So like I want to get him something he'll like and then I build mm. it up in my brain and I'm like, I, I just shut off. But the Lord helped me this year, so <laughs> we were done with Pastor in November. It was great. Um, Colleen says her husband, uh, Priscilla also says her husband and her sister. They are hard to buy for. <laughs> uh, Kevin, good morning, Kevin. Oh, hi, Wiki. Kevin. Kevin, I forgot to tell you yesterday, when Pastor Allen was here, he saw a picture of you and your beard, and he said that he had beard envy. So you said that his beard was awesome. He said that your beard was awesome. So way to, way to bond. Beard brothers. Pastor Nicole said he gets what he gets, and he doesn't pitch a fit, but boy, howdy, he's a toughie. <laughs> yeah, Pastor Brian. Is, is on there. Boy howdy. That's a southern thing, I'm assuming. Boy howdy. Have you never heard boy howdy? I have now. Oh, buddy. Boy howdy. Have you guys heard boy howdy? Is that something that you say? I, I say that. Is that something you say in your vernacular, uh, in your everyday language? <laughs> Kevin Buck is shaking his head. <laughs> Kevin Nowicki says, woo who? Woo who? <laughs> okay, question number three. Let's hop into question numero trace of the day. As we're getting it put up, are you, have you shopped anymore? Okay, hold on. This is Buddy's question. Like, I, I, I rephrase it, but would you eat figgy pudding? So there's that Christmas there, song, bring us some figgy, figgy pudding, pudding. Yeah. and something, and something. And bring, bring it right here. Yeah, that yeah. one. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So we like, won't go until we get some, so bring it. Um, for right those on. of you, like, I guess 90% of our viewers who don't know what figgy pudding is, right? You are really estimating 10% of our viewers who do. <laughs> like, like, who knows what figgy pudding is, guys? Like, yeah, seriously, like, that was my question. Is, have you ever had it? Do you even know what it is? So figgy pudding, if you don't know, like, if you look at f pictures of figgy pudding, it's actually, like, a solid mass. It's not, like, just, like, chocolate pudding. Is it's it not gelatized? Like, um, well, let's find out. Figgy pudding is a vague term used for a class of traditional seasonal winter dishes used by forming sweet and savory cakes containing a sour, sweet, creamy layer of honey, fruits, and nuts, as well as a flavorful filling of rich, herbally accentuated pork sweet meats. <laughs> oh. It is not getting With any the better. <laughs> pork sweet meats along with your, you know... I don't want to eat sweet meats. Like, that's not something I want to consume. Like, no. People no. also search for suet. That's apparently another name for yeah. a, yeah. a no. figgy duff. 
All in the comments. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, so I had no idea that's what it was. In my head, it was just, oh, it's pudding made from figs, and they mm -hmm. call them figgies, cutesy. Yeah. No, it's sweet meats pudding with pork sweet meats. No, no. That's um, no. great. <laughs> Pastor Nicole said, can I try it blindfolded with my nose pinched? Sure, why not? I just realized I looked like Marky. The face I was making was Marky's <laughs> unhappy face. I, well, that's, that's fun. Pastor Nicole, yeah, I, I mean, if you can do it blindfolded with your nose pinched so that you're not actually tasting it, sure. Um, Marky says it's probably from England. Their food is interesting. And that's why, it's, that's why everybody's like, oh, it's figgy pudding. Like, people think figgy pudding is great. And it's, it's sweet meat. It's, that's what you're eating. It, the accent makes it sound cuter than it is. Do that's people why they usually? Sing about it. If it's from England. British, if it's from England, sure. they'll have an England accent. I'm like, sure. I've never heard someone just be like, oh, Ficky Pudding. <laughs> I'm like, where did that come from? The berries and cream commercial. <laughs> uh, Marky said, like, mincemeat pie. I don't know. I don't want, look. I appreciate all of you meat lover people out there. Uh, the Lord did not make me one of them. I will eat it because it's protein and it's necessary, but I don't want it in my desserts. Mm -hmm. I don't want it in pudding. I don't want it in my pies. I'm super good. Johnny said you don't want to know what sweet meat is, so I bet Bunny's Googling it. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my guess. Okay, question four. I will now, though. <laughs> Would you rather have three feet of snow or no snow? Which way would you rather roll uh, this winter? For sure, three feet of snow. You moved well, to the wrong place, buddy. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, like, we're talking about just at one point, right? I, for this winter, would you rather three feet or no snow? Just, like, one time. <laughs> I want one three-footer, and then we're good. Um, Marky says three feet, Johnny says three feet, Priscilla says three feet. Um, All these are people from the south. Marky is not from the south. Well, Johnny I mean, is. she is now. I mean, Priscilla's <laughs> from California. Priscilla's from everywhere. She is from everywhere. So she is, she's a George says three feet, Johnny says three feet. So look, look at all the three feet. Jose says they haven't really lived in Maine. <laughs> yeah. See, Maine, Maine kills it for you, except for Marky. The winter before I moved here, I... In five hours, we had accumulated four feet of snow in five hours. And as I was digging my car out, I declared with authority, I will never do this again. And the Lord moved me in August. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> the Lord is good. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Nowicki said, the more the merrier. So, like... 25 feet of snow? I remember having snow like piled above my door and opening the door and having to dig out a hole for my doorway. Like I remember doing this. That, no, I'm good. I'm, I appreciate the people in the comments that say three feet of snow. I can agree that you can go visit those places, but if you're in North Carolina, I'm not applying my faith to that. Pastor Nicole says, it can snow December 23rd to 27th, then it must leave. Yep, agreed. <laughs> Well, I think we can all agree on three feet of snow. We're going to hop in right now with our first official segment of the day. We're going into who would win in a fight, me versus Marky. They're, they're not fighting, but no. you'll find no. out what the segment actually is. Marky would probably beat me. I feel like she gets scrappy and, <laughs> and violent. I feel like she could do it. 
Okay. That's true. We're going to hop right into that. And at 12.15, we're going to hop into what's the word. Can I hear God's voice? It's going to be great, but right now, stick around as we move over into who would win in a fight. It's going to be good. I'm so sorry. I Did always you do just that. Hear you? I'm so sorry. It's me, guys. It's me. <laughs> I didn't realize I said that. Actually, I'm just not realizing that I that came out of my mouth. It's okay. It's like wow. earlier, buddy praying. Lord bless us. Like, and he or, or thank us, thank us. That's Lord, what Lord thank us. Said, Lord thank us. He was just speaking quickly. So God, I'm God is probably like. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now we are here. Who would win in the fight? Here's yes. how this works. Marky and I don't know what we're fighting about. I literally about. have no idea. Buddy creates these scenarios for us. He gives us opposing arguments, and you guys get to decide who is the ultimate victor in these pair-ups. Who would win in a fight? You guys are the determining factors. Yeah. Marky and I are going to bring our a game for our best arguments with this, but we don't know what we're fighting. We don't. Like, we used to know beforehand a little bit, but not anymore. No, that just got really too intense when we knew ahead yeah. of time. Yeah, it so was, it's yeah. just surprise. Okay, let's put up our first fight today. <laughs> Fruitcake versus figgy pudding. How appropriate. Oh. Okay, and again, this is not which is better. This is who would win in a physical contact fight. I right? mean, in theory, but you decide how you want oh, to Oh, so it might just be who is better? <laughs> I mean, Buddy wants it to be who could win in a physical fight, but the viewers vote how they want to vote. Uh, we can't tell you how to vote. You just vote. You vote as led. <laughs> vote your heart. Jose just commented, I'm biased. Toward me, probably. Oh, is it, is it Jose? Or you say, what are you saying? Jose just said go bear it. You're getting no Christmas presents, Jose. Jose. <laughs> Jose, I'll send you a Christmas present. Jose sure. is my brother-in-law, which means we're having family <laughs> Christmas, which means he's getting nothing. But I'll mail a present to you, Jose. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Okay. Do you want to start off? I don't. No. No? <laughs> Do you want to start off? I don't, but I will. Okay. okay. Here's the deal. Figgy pudding is disgusting. Yes. So it's clearly going to win this thing of who's yeah. going to win because people are going to run away from it. Like, they're going to see it, and they're going to be like, hard left. Um... <laughs> And here's the thing. There's going to be so many different things fueling you from figgy pudding. Like, you've got figs in there. You've got herbs. You've got meat for protein. And protein helps you bulk up and get strong so you can smash your opponent like a fruitcake. Hmm. And so even though fruitcake is super, like, dense and, like, you could throw it like a projectile, someone who's eaten figgy pudding could be like, kapow, and punch their way through that thing. Mm -hmm. So, yep, that's what I got. Okay. Thank you for going first so I could actually come up with something. You're welcome. So, Fruitcake has 
You really, didn't come up with this. Pastor really, Nicole came up no, with no, this. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, I don't know. Okay, she said how, what did she say? She said, with some of the dense fruitcake logs, it could likely knock out the opponent. Okay. Except the person okay. is strong and could punch their way through it. Anyway, go back. Okay, okay. So a fruitcake is out of out of these two. Fruitcake is the only one that actually has a uh, a weapon, which is the fruitcake little hard pieces. Those suckers are hard. Those suckers are nasty. The little the little chunks. So it what has the chunks. chunks. They're they? colorful and kind of clear. But and what are they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But there's something. And there's something that you can throw at the opponent in the eyes or the forehead if you want to go like all David and Goliath, use it as a little weapon and throw it. And that's why fruitcake would win. Because you can projectile it and throw it? Because there are weapons. It's not just like, here's myself. It's like, hey, here's myself and a weapon. Is I'm going to throw the little fruitcake mystery pieces at you. Yeah. So it's very, like, it's that's a good, solid point. You can see the weapons. They're there. You know that they're going to come at you. Is that what you see? I like it right now. I, <laughs> the reason why I started laughing is because you're establishing what I'm saying to try to counter it right now. I can see it. I can see. Yeah, so that's such a great point. So you can do this, this, and this. And hard turn of what? Okay, okay. Yeah, but, well, yeah. it's valid. That's what I was yeah, doing because but... with fruitcake, you can see the weapons. Figgy but... pudding, it's the Trojan horse of the weaponry. It looks all fine and happy. It's like, oh, hey, look, I'm a pie. Like, I'm a cake type thing. And then you eat it, and it's like, kabam! I'm going to attack you with the meat stuff. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be there. It's deceptive. People are going to eat it and probably throw up. They're just going to think it's all happy. So you could go in to your enemy's house and be like, Here, here's this cake thing I made you. And they're like, oh, that's so nice. I love them so much. And then they eat it, and then they spend the next, like, 12 hours throwing up. <laughs> Pastor Ryan says, and side note positive, you can build a house out of dried out fruitcakes. Ah, they're <laughs> dense. They are sure. dense. They throw a mighty punch. You can make a fortress out of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A fortress while I am fighting. Yeah. I will go to my fruitcake fortress. <laughs> I know nothing more about figgy pudding. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> Who do you think, Who do you would think win one? in a fight? <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Because I just said I'm like Trump on a debate. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't think I like Figgy pudding. Figgy pudding got one. Figgy pudding. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I got weapons and I got a fortress. Oh my God, Come on. Fruitcake. Yes. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin yes. Kevin. Kevin Buck came up behind the camera going, not always. Okay. Two to one right now. Tell Come on. us who wins this showdown so we can get into something else that we know about. Um, fruitcake, Yay. you too. Yay! <laughs> I got faster! Yes! <laughs> that is like poaching like, Moby Dick right there. It's like, oh, I got it! It's the faster just one and a half. Um, nope. Uh, Jose <laughs> said, I'm destroying Marky up with fish. What? I have weapons in a fortress! You have Pastor Cole? Yes! I got both pastors! I have Jose. I have he said, He said foggy pudding. I so have. it doesn't count. <laughs> I still have your family. I still have No, them. he said foggy pudding. No, Jose, it's I'll not take a it. point. That's I'll not take it. it. It is not foggy pudding. We'll give it to you right now because you're up one. Um, Jose, the English pudding. It's just because the English people taught him English, so he's biased. 
He learned British English. Marky is a fan of all people who are learning the English language, though. Like, she loves I'm you. I'm saying he has a bias toward the British culture. <laughs> debate number two. Okay, debate number two. <laughs> we need to be done. <laughs> number two. Oh. Oh. You're going down. Bring it. Christmas <laughs> is about, well, Easter's about Jesus, too. It goes about Jesus. Um, everybody likes Christmas more, okay? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Do you like everybody. Christmas more? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Why do we celebrate Easter? Christmas is about Jesus, too. No, no, no. That's not my question. Christmas is Why about Jesus, too. We, Jesus couldn't have died on the cross if he first didn't come as a man, okay? He came as a man, but it, had he not had Easter happen, then we wouldn't be able to celebrate either right now. He came as a man, but he rose as a king. <laughs> They're both important, and everybody <laughs> likes Christmas more, okay? Everybody. Okay? Everybody. <laughs> everybody comment Christmas, because you know you like it more. I enjoyed watching your brain realize, oh no, Easter is the resurrection. Oh no. <laughs> just winning on a spiritual note, but not for the actual holiday. Everyone we don't likes war Christmas against more. holidays, but for spiritual notes, it's fine. <laughs> Jose got the 100th comment. Was it when you were voting for me? Is that what got you your victory, Jose? Is that what did it? <laughs> I was like, I'm so confused. I thought Jose was commenting that. I thought Jose commented, Jose got the 100th comment, because I don't normally see it. Okay. <laughs> I have a really good visual of Jose in his house going, Jose, <laughs> He's smart enough. I feel like he would know. Okay. Um, Jade says, Marky does not do conflict. Why is she in this segment? She's so emotionally invested. Ha, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Because she's funny to watch do this. It's funny to watch me sink. You have stomped all over <laughs> the people when you have done this one, though. Thank you. People get invested in you. Thank That's you. why she's on this. You guys are invested She'll in her. Prove her right right now. <laughs> prove her right right now. Okay, which do you prefer, Jesus' birth or Jesus' resurrection? Which one? <laughs> no one's going to comment. No one's going to comment if that's the question. Everyone's like, this is a trap. This is a trap. I'm teasing, kind of. Uh, Pastor Nicole is laughing at Jade. Um, Jose says, I'm on Team Barrett. Jose, I'm going to get you a t-shirt that says that. It's going to be exciting. Again, no Christmas gift for you. Man. <laughs> Okay, who won? Who won? Uh, I think they just want you and I. I think they don't want to vote. No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Johnny said, no, not doing it. <laughs> I think when Buddy made this, he was like, Santa or the Easter Bunny? And then we just immediately went Ooh, there. Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buddy says, hello, Justice Markey. Jose says, team resurrection. Uh, Pastor Cole says, without the birth, there wouldn't be a resurrection, but I still vote resurrection for victory. Buddy says, I vote Christmas, going back to the original heart of his thing. Natalie says Easter. Kevin Buck says, baby Jesus versus Easter Bunny equals baby Jesus wins. You can't do that, Kevin. I just did. You, can, you may have put it in the comments. He said, I just did. But if you're throwing out the Easter Bunny, it's Santa versus the Easter Bunny. That, that's what's happening. Santa was actually a saint of God. 
Santa was a saint of God, he said. Also, everyone likes Santa more than the Easter Bunny. That's super Everybody. True. Because the Easter Bunny is super creepy. He is. He's super creepy. He is, yeah. We're just going to call this one a draw. This was just fun for you okay. guys watching us do this. Okay. <laughs> now we're going to move into a time of prayer. And guys, stick around as we pray for you, pray with you. And then afterwards, it's going to be time for memes with Marky. But... In 12, at 12.15, we are going to be going into what's the word, which is, can I hear the voice of God? And you're not going to want to miss that. But right now, it's prayer. this before we have a series of confessions that we do here on the broadcast that come right from the word of God and what we do is we say them together the Bible tells us that where two or more are gathered he's there in the midst of them and that when two or more are in agreement that the will of God is done between the two of them so we are together today I'm going to be your one will you be my two will you agree with me and confess the things of God out loud with me let's see these things done in in our life. If you'll put up confession number three, that's where we're at today. This is one of my favorites. And speak this over yourself. You have authority over your body. You can prophesy and tell your body what it will do. Just like we said last week, you are a spirit. You have a body. You live in a body. So you tell your body what to do. Confession number three. We have divine health in our bodies now, and we carry an anointing for supernatural healing. Hallelujah. We have divine health right now in our bodies. It's yours. When you speak, you are able to prophesy over your life. You're the prophet over your life. So whatever you want to see happen as it comes by the will of God, as you're led, you speak those things out and watch them come to pass. Divine healing is the will of God for you. Say that. Put that in the comments. Divine healing is God's will for me. And it is. That's your, that's your gift from God. It's free for you now. And I just want to take the next couple minutes and pray for you. Lord, thank you. Thank you for the healing of God being in every viewer, every viewer's body. Lord, in Jesus' name, manifest your healing in their body now in Jesus' mighty name. I speak to every sickness, every disease that has tried to cling on to our viewer's body. In the name of Jesus, we call an end to every anti-Christ thing in and around their lives 
now in the name of Jesus. Father, your word tells us that what we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and what we loose on earth shall be loosed from heaven. Right now, God, we bind up a spirit of sickness. We bind up headaches, coughs. We bind up any sort of of any sort of drainage that's happening, Lord, in the name of Jesus, cease and desist now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for the peace of God resting on people, that people sleep soundly. Lord, in Jesus' name, your word says that you give to your beloved rest. Lord, give to your beloved rest. Give your beloved rest today in the name of Jesus. Let people who haven't been sleeping soundly, let them sleep through the night for the first time in weeks. Let it happen now in Jesus' name. Let it come upon them tonight as they put their head to the billow. Let deep and quick sleep come upon them that they sleep soundly, that they dream dreams from you. Lord, we thank you. We call an end to minds that are spinning. Lord, in Jesus' name, minds of our viewers right now stabilize in the name of Jesus stabilize now Lord any sort of emotional instability God stabilize now Lord during this holiday season we will not see a spike of suicides we will see a decline rapidly in this area Lord we thank you that no spirit of depression is allowed near our viewers homes Lord protect their homes, every viewer watching, angels assigned to their lives, cover them now in Jesus' name. Protect their property lines. Let no antichrist thing come near their property line. Let it not come near their home. Jesus, your word tells us in Revelation that God can open doors that no man can open, which means that you can shut doors that no man can shut. In Jesus' name, shut the doors that man has opened that has allowed the enemy to come in. Lord, open eyes of your people. Let our eyes be enlightened to hope and let our eyes be enlightened to areas that we have opened the door for any sort of attack to come in. Enlighten our eyes now and let us be empowered with the grace of God to slam those suckers shut. Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for it, God. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your divine protection over us. Thank you for the keepers that you have assigned to us. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Lord, you are so good. Thank you, God. Lord, that we are able to come and praise you. Thank you, God. Thank you for strengthening our bodies. Thank you, God. Thank you for filling us with your might and with your grace, Lord. Thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. God, you are so good. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, thank you for this broadcast today, that it opens eyes and minds so that people would hear you clearly and receive the seed of the word today without any hindrance. Lord, we thank you for it. We praise you for it. And we give you glory and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for being on prayer with us. I'm now going to hand it over to Marky. And it is time for Memes with Marky and Buddy. Buddy's going to be there too. Make sure that you watch this. Take this opportunity as I hand it over to them to share the broadcast right now if you haven't done it yet. And in 10 minutes, we're going to hop into today's What's the Word? Can I hear the voice of God? Get ready. It's going to be a good one. Marky Mark, over to you. 
Hey guys, and welcome to Memes with Marky. If you're, if you're wondering what is this segment, it is literally us looking at jokes and laughing, and that is the whole thing. We just laugh together, and it's awesome. It's a wonderful time. Are you it's ready? It's a wonderful it's life. It's a wonderful time. It's, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful time. Life. I'm ready for memes. You're ready? Yeah, I have not contributed any of these memes, <clears throat> which means I probably haven't seen any of them. I think you might have. Really? I think so. I think I think some of them might be from you. So oh, like cool. everyone like send me memes because I will I I appreciate your memes. So I think some are from you. I think some are from Did you hear the um, way you said memes, right? Me, me, how do I appreciate say your memes. <laughs> <laughs> I say things weird sometimes. So I think some are from you. I think some are from uh, Serena. Mm -hmm. Some just they're from multiple people. So if you guys have a funny meme, send it my way, mm -hmm. and you might see it on the broadcast. If it makes you literally LOL, send it to us. Yes. If you do not literally LOL, then no one else will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, we all do have different kinds. We of do. Humor, that's true. That's sure. true. I'll take that back. We do have different types <laughs> of humor. Yeah. So are you guys ready to get into it? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's put our first meme up of the day. Our first meme. meme. I know, is that a weird? Let's put our first meme up of the day and get ready to laugh. Okay, so this is what it says. Me, eat something unhealthy. Also me, if I drink a lot of water, it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. I've thought that. Like, it'll, it'll just mean, flush it out somehow. It'll, it'll dilute it. It'll the... dilute it. Like, my stomach will be like, oh, just kidding. I don't need mm -hmm. this because I got water. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it'll be awesome. <laughs> okay, now, next meme. This one is from your wife, Serena. Oh. oh. It says, yet another unrealistic standard of beauty for women. <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> do, you, do you get it? Like, it's kind of an interesting one. Because do you get the, it? Because there's a cat head <laughs> on a Barbie's body. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a deep joke. It's like it's it has multiple layers. Does it? Oh, I'm not a woman, so I don't understand. Because there are a lot of unrealistic uh, standards, and this so is. Are are women supposed to have a head that large? This is the joke. Is there oh. not? This oh. is the layer. Is it's not? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pull it, Serena. I get that. I, I get memes. <laughs> I get that. Okay. Memes. Next meme. It says they didn't have a flag at the game, so they used his pants. There's the <laughs> this is also from Serena. Do you see in the top left? You see his uh, American flag uh, pants? They're all looking at the they're guy. They're all looking at him. That's yeah. kind of... I mean, can you imagine being that guy, how awkward that would feel? Yeah. Everyone's saluting to your pants. Yep. <laughs> Pledge of allegiance to your pants. Yep. Okay. So Next meme. Better send myself an email so I don't forget. Oh, look, I've got an email. <laughs> I've done that. Have you? Yes, I have. I usually set reminders. I don't know how to do that. Because, you know, I it's 2020. I don't, I don't, do, I don't <laughs> do that. I need to learn. Okay, next meme. What it looks like. What it feels like. Do you get it? Oh, the escalator. It's like, mm -hmm. he, this is, I think this is also from Serena. She has an interesting <laughs> sense of humor, apparently. <laughs> She really does. She, I think. I think this next one's also from <laughs> Serena too. Like really? it was. Yeah, these were. I'm excited. Okay, it says my American friend made us a cake for Canada Day. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and it's a it's, it's a Canada cake with American flag inside. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yep. Okay. Next name. <clears throat> 
I just don't want to look back and think I could have eaten that. <laughs> I could have had another slice of cake. Yeah, I mean, isn't that what you're gonna think someday? Like, mm -hmm. I just, I don't want to think that. <laughs> okay, next meme. This is how girls feel without mascara. This is so true. Is it? Yes, it is so true. <laughs> I feel like I don't have eyeballs without mascara. Interesting. Yeah, it's very true. Okay, next thing. <laughs> I like your hair. Thanks, I grew it myself. <laughs> That's funny. It took a lot, it took a lot of effort. Yeah. Okay, next. <laughs> These are all sent from people. Like, I didn't find these. these I feel are, like a lot of these are more centered around women. They, so, like, I I'm didn't like, find them. I'm like, them. I'll laugh because I can't relate. Blame the you. people who sent them to me. Okay. I hate it when I eat the last bite, but didn't notice it was the last bite. So I couldn't mentally prepare myself and get closure. <laughs> I, I know that feeling. You actually. do, yeah. Like, especially like the last chip in a bag, like you reach. Yeah, the last like, chip or like oh. the last, yeah, that's the worst. Okay, next one. That's the worst. The advantages of being colorblind. <laughs> I did it! That's horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. I don't know who sent that to me. I really don't know. Okay. <laughs> what, if, what if soy milk is just regular milk introducing itself in Spanish? Is soy, is milk in... Is, soy is I am. I is what? Uh, so, soy is I am in Spanish. I am. Oh! I am milk. Did you not get this meme that you put on the meme? I did it. I literally, I told you other people sent me this. I didn't even get it. I was just like. Then why'd you put it on the segment? Because I was just trusting them. You were just Whoever trusting them Whoever it was, I don't even remember. I was just trusting them. <laughs> yeah, I was no, it's trusting. Like, it's like I, I am, am milk. milk. Soy milk. Oh. Soy leche. Okay, next meme. Here, bang outside. Memorize exact time in case cops ask later. I've done that. I've for sure done that. I don't even get this meme. Wait, what? what? Why are you putting these memes <laughs> on your own segment if you don't even get them? <laughs> I'm have so you, sorry. Have you ever heard a loud bang and you're like, well, you know, if, if the cops have the show, oh. I need to know exactly oh. what time it was. And so you like check the time real quick. Oh. You ever do that? Um, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't okay. think so. Okay. Next or like thing. something that's like super sketchy. You check the time. Like. Okay. Okay. I guess. I guess not. <laughs> okay. Whatever. You, this is whatever you do. Always give a hundred percent, unless you're donating blood. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for explaining it. Just, okay. you know, to make sure everyone understood. Yeah, I mean, I've know, needed it. You don't, you don't I have, I have <laughs> needed the explanations with these memes, guys. Okay, I, I think this was from Serena, I feel like. Okay, it says, a gift. No, is that what that says? A gift. A gift. Germs. Yeah. Attack. No, we must wait five seconds. Oh, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. You have rule. to wait the five second yeah. rule. I appreciate yeah. how much you're trusting people who are sending you these memes. These are memes, like... Because it, it seems like this is the first time you're looking at them. I, I've looked at them, <laughs> but like I didn't like fully get them. Like it's... Some of them, they're just not my humor, but I was I hoping understand. that they would be your guys' humor. Oh, I gotcha. I Were gotcha. they your humor? Sure, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Pat, Pat Nicole said, okay, blood donation made me LOL. Oh, okay. And the five cute. seconds, cute. LOL. <laughs> okay, the next one I get. The next one I get. Jonah inside the whale after being swallowed. He's <laughs> <laughs> sitting there. That's funny. That's funny. Okay, next one. Jesus, somebody on this table will betray me. Judas. <laughs> yeah. 
That, that had to have been a super awkward one. That yeah. had to have been. Especially okay. when Judas was like, is it me, Lord? And he said, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> you, said it. you said it. You said it. OK, next meme. Let me know if you guys are enjoying these. If you have any favorites, comment. Let me know what your favorites are. God, you can eat from all trees except that tree, Eve. <laughs> <laughs> she was eating from that tree. Mm -hmm. OK, next meme. Isaac, where's the sacrifice, Dad? Abraham. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, next meme. I think I actually found this one. I think I found this one. God watching me finally eat a salad. What? Is he sad about He's it? He's happy. That, it's that's happy a, tears. That's a happy face. It's that doesn't look like a happy tears. face to me. It's happy tears. It's pleased tears. <laughs> that's not happy tears at all. <laughs> it is. That's like after a sunset, leave me alone and get your own life. Get your own life. Get your own life. <laughs> so you're that? actually talking about the scene from the movie? Yeah. <laughs> it looks that's... like happy tears, okay? <laughs> Yeah. I'm not. Listen, I'm not the one that made this meme. I wasn't the only one that thought it, okay? Someone else thought it was happy tears, Maybe too. Maybe it's supposed to be God's face when I eat, I don't know, <laughs> ice cream for like my fifth bowl of ice cream that day. No, I don't know. No, it's happy tears. Happy. <laughs> okay, next Cheers. meme. It says. Guys, put in the comments. Put in the comments. Was that a happy face that or a happy. sad face? Okay. That one loose corn dog that's been in my freezer since 1997. Do you have a loose corn dog in your freezer? I don't have a freezer. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I, I think I've seen stuff like this before. You have? Yeah. Well, actually, it was it funny. Left. We were uh, We were cleaning out my parents' uh, cupboards and stuff like that, and we found stuff from, like, 2006. <gasps> yeah, that was, see? That was see, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Okay, let's do another meme. Another Are you ready? Meme. Are you ready? Are you Nicole ready? said, yes. How does the one corn dog always <laughs> jump out? Jumps out. They're like so, like, <laughs> they're so bad looking. Okay, whenever you guys are ready, we can go on to the next meme. Okay, actual footage of David writing the Psalms. That's funny. And we just jumped into the next one. Oh, we got the next one. Okay. When the verse on the church projector is totally different from the Bible verse in your version. Mm -hmm. That was a mouthful for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said it weird. Do you get it? Do you yeah, get it, buddy? I get it. I get, get it. it. I get it. Kevin said she was two in 1997. <laughs> me? I was, I was three. That's a that good close. guess. Close. Okay. Next meme. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Next. In church, when you're convicted by the Holy Go Spirit, I started to say Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. That's funny. Okay, next meme. Do you want to read this one? I want to hear. I'll I want to one. hear your perspective of how oh your brain goodness. functions with these. All right, next meme. McDonald's twenty chicken nuggets serves four people. Me. That's my picture. That's great. Next I, meme. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Something that I forget now. <laughs> How it feels listening to podcasts. <laughs> it so does. Sad. It does feel like that. <laughs> like sometimes like when people talk about like a snack they're eating and everything, I feel like I can see it. Like I'm there. Mm -hmm. I'm I there. Feel, I feel like another like topic would be like people who talk to uh, 
movies. Like, oh, don't do that. Yeah. Why are you doing mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't hear you. Mm-hmm. They oh. don't hear you. Jose said that's Colombian. Hey. The brand that that uh that that whatever was just no. on the screen that's Colombian. He said no, that's think- our national ice cream brand. <gasps> it is ice cream. Wow. Creme Helado. Oh, that's cool. Okay, next name. <laughs> I want you to read it again because I okay. feel like you're doing better. Right. I, I enjoy it. Um, a finite amount of popcorn that just might be able to stretch to the end of the movie with a little discipline. Me during op- <laughs> the opening trailers. <laughs> That's 100% accurate. I'm usually like three quarters of the way through my popcorn before the movie even starts. Yep. That's Super the way sad. it should be. Next one. <clears throat> next meme. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Scientists have discovered a new kind of black hole that has a gravitational field so intense no treats or dropped food scraps can escape. That's so weird. If you look close enough, it's a dog. It is a dog. Okay, we have one more. This is the last one. Are you ready? This oh, is also from Serena, I think. I think. Or maybe it's from yeah, Abby. Yeah, this one was from me. Abby. Oh, it's from you? Yes. Okay, read it. You're late again. What happened this time? Sir, you won't believe it. Mm. Moses parting the Red Sea. Oh, no way. Ha, 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 ha. I'm teasing you because that was your meme. <laughs> You're not even laughing at your meme. I laughed Why? at it the first time I saw the fir- it. That's it? It's one time? That's yeah. it? And then no, it expires? Me- memes have a one laugh shelf life. One laugh shelf life. Okay. Because then the next time you already know what the joke is. Okay. Are you ready to go into what's the word? I am. I am. Guys, now it's time for what's the word. We're going to be talking about such a powerful uh, topic today, how you can hear the voice of God. It's going to be great. Pastor, this is going to be a series that's going to last in the next couple of days, so make sure you, you pay attention. Make sure you take this moment, like and share the broadcast. If you're over on YouTube, uh, just say hello in the comments. Uh, let us know you're watching. Uh, and, and and give us a thumbs up on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to us yet, subscribe over on YouTube as well, uh, and that'll help us get the word out. Guys, recognize every like and share you have is a seed sown yeah. into this ministry. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we want to we just want to thank you, and we're going to be moving on now. Take this next few moments and do those things we just said, uh, and we'll see you in just a second for what's the word. guys, welcome to What's the Word? Glory to God. Today uh, we are talking about can I hear the voice of God? 
how to hear God's voice. And uh, so excited to have you. And uh, we want to jump right in, right in the comments right now where you're watching from. And uh, tell me where you're watching from, who's online. Go ahead and share the broadcast if you haven't done it already. It's going to be a great. I'm looking forward to getting into uh, this series. Praise God. So right now, what we want to talk about is, can I hear the voice of God? Uh, does God want us to hear his voice? Uh, how can we hear his voice? And we're going to be looking at all of the details surrounding that. So hello to everybody that's watching and online. Uh, the first thing that I want to talk to you about is God is not a respecter of persons, right? But he is a respecter of faith. And the word says this, that as your faith is, so be it unto you. It's a principle. It's a way in the kingdom. One of the things that you see all throughout the Word of God is you see that God is talking to different people. Let me just give you a couple of scriptures on this. And uh, let's take a look at a couple of things. Let's go right now into uh, Hebrews 3, 7. So Hebrews 3, 7 says this, Therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice... Do not harden your hearts as when they provoke me, as in the day in the wilderness, as the trial of the wilderness. In other words, this is New Testament scriptures talking to people today, and it's saying you can hear his voice. Now, now uh, what I found is that a lot of people are not aware of this. They don't know about how the Lord talks to them. Uh, many people think that the only way that God talks to them is in a loud and booming voice. And we're going to examine that. The Bible doesn't show that that's the only way he talks. Matter of fact, that's not the main way that he talks to people. Uh, we're going to get into that in the next couple of days. But one of the things that we want to look at is, is that can you hear the voice of God? The answer is yes. Every person is designed and made in a way to be able to hear the voice of God. Now, many people don't, and I would say most don't because of the actions and the habits that they take, or they don't open themselves and humble themselves to what the Lord is saying. But here's a good way to always see it. Is the Lord and the voice of the Lord always being broadcast out for people? to hear. Yes, it is. The question is, are we receiving that? Do we have a spiritual antenna? Are we in the position and in the right direction to hear God's voice? So we're going to talk about how to hear God's voice and how, how do we hear more clearly? How can we walk like this? I'll just give you a testimony that uh, there's multiple times just in the past week where the Lord has given me a word on things that were happening, on what to do, where to go, where to be, multiple times where I've been hearing the voice of the Lord. And I can tell you, when you start hearing uh, how God wants to talk to you, it pays. It is a blessing. You will be in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. It is such a benefit. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about later today. First thing is, can you hear God's voice? Second, we're going to talk about what are the benefits of God's voice? And then over the next couple of days, we're going to talk about how do we do this? How how do, we, how do we hear his voice? So uh, share the broadcast. Listen, if you haven't done it yet, subscribe. Go to YouTube. Go to Facebook. You can find all of these links at whatsright.com and subscribe. Get the notifications when it comes online. That way you don't miss anything, all right? And so I love this verse in Hebrews 3, 7. Therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says. Now he's talking here to all believers. And the same uh, scripture is quoted 
like three times here in Hebrews 3 and 4. And it says, today, if you hear his voice. In other words, God's speaking and he will speak to his people. This is to anybody that wants to hear from God, you can hear from the Lord. And then he, he goes on to say, but when you hear, and this is a big key, when you hear, we'll talk about this more later, don't harden your heart. In other words, don't, don't say, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if God's actually telling me to live holy. I don't know. You know, when he tells you to do something, when we say yes quickly, it keeps that connection open to us. But if we're rejecting what he says, what the Bible teaches us is actually his voice gets more and more dull or it becomes more and more distant, right? But let's look at, let's look at another verse. And let's go to uh, Revelation 1.10. Revelation 1.10. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet. Now this is uh, the Apostle John. And uh, he's sitting there. He hears the voice of God behind him. If you go into Acts, uh, I believe it is Acts chapter 9, I believe, where uh the Apostle Paul, before he became the Apostle Paul, uh, he was Saul who was persecuting the church. And he's on the road to Damascus. He gets knocked off of his horse and he hears the voice of the Lord. And the voice of the Lord says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? This was the voice of Jesus. Now, I, wanna, I want you to see something else. Let's go into John chapter 15. This is a very important uh, part here. I want you to see this. So Jesus is talking. Uh, G we're going to talk about John 15, verse 14 through 16. Jesus is talking here. And one of the things that he says is he says, he says, look, I'm talking to you, my disciples. Now, who in here is his disciple? If you are in the family of God and you are his disciples, these are words not just for the disciples of that day. These are words for the disciples of this day. And this day, what he says is in verse 14, you are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you slaves, but for the slave does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. In other words, what he's saying is, I want to tell you what the Father is saying. You are my friends. As a child of God, he calls us friends. And he says, as my disciples, I call you friends and I want to share with you. I want to talk to you. I want to lead you. I want to guide you. So now we're seeing the heart of God. Can you hear the voice of God? Yes, you can hear the voice of God. Let's also go over uh, to Romans and chapter 8. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 14, it says this, and this gives us a clue as to how we're supposed to be led today. We'll talk more about that in the next couple of days, but Romans 8, 14. Romans 8, 14, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So one of the principles here that we see is that if you are a child of God, you have a right 
to hear from the Spirit, to hear the voice of God by the Holy Spirit and be led by the Spirit of God. Well, that's great news. What is God telling to us in his word? You can hear my voice. You can hear my voice. I want to talk to you. I will talk to you. And again, I'll go back to this scripture and and it says this. It says that God is not a respecter of persons. So in other words, if he would talk to one person, he would talk to you. The question is, are we in a position to receive? Do we have our our spiritual antenna pointed in the right direction to hear from God? Are we in that position to receive? And if we're in that position to receive, then we can hear the voice of God. Now, I'll give you my personal, uh, we're going to, I'll give you a personal testimony about this, but then also uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give you uh, why it's important. What are some of the benefits of why it's important? And uh, so one of the things that happened to me was years ago, the Lord actually led me to a place uh, where he led me and I didn't realize what he was doing to actually hear from him better than I'd ever heard from him before in my life. And one of the big catalysts that he told me is to pray a lot in the Holy Ghost. And so I started praying a whole lot in the Holy Spirit. Well, let's look at a verse real quick and see why this is important. Go to Romans chapter 8 and verse 16. We were just there in verse 14, but look at what verse 16 says. It says, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are the children of God. And so what we see is we see a connection of the Holy Ghost actually testifying and giving a witness to our spirit that we are born again. Well, this is the same path and pattern that God speaks to his children. In other words, when we hear the voice of God, how do we hear it in the majority of cases? We actually hear it because the Holy Spirit will witness to our spirit. And so what the Lord told me to do was keep praying in the Holy Ghost a lot. So I would pray. I was reading a a book about Smith Wigglesworth, and one of the things he said was, I never pray for longer than 15 minutes, but I never go 15 minutes without praying. I think there's a couple of accounts of that. Some people say 30 minutes. And uh, but what I remember reading was 15 minutes for me. And so I set my watch for every 15 minutes and every 15 minutes, the alarm would go off and I would and I would pray. Well, that was all fine and good until about lunchtime that day. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, when I got when I got to lunchtime, I had prayed everything out I knew to pray. I'd prayed every everything I'd prayed for my family. I'd prayed for business. I'd prayed for church. I'd prayed for everything I knew to pray. And I just got, I I remember I was sitting in my car and my alarm went off to pray. And I went, well, Lord, I don't know what to pray. I said, I'm out of prayers. And God said, I said, I said, I prayed everything I, I know to pray. And I heard the voice of the Lord say, why not pray in the why not pray in the Spirit? Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in tongues. And what does that tell us? In Romans 8, we see also that when we pray in the Spirit, we pray out the mysteries of God. But I want you to see something. So I was like, well, that's a great idea. I laughed at myself for not picking up on that earlier. And then I, I went ahead and just started praying in the Spirit. Well, one of the things that happened was I actually, as I'm praying in the Spirit, what am I doing? 
Yes, I'm praying out what I need to about my relationship and things in life and praying out the mysteries of God and I'm strengthening myself. I'm building myself up on my most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. All of these great things are happening, but there was something happening behind the scenes that I was unaware of and I didn't realize it until quite a bit later was every time I was praying in the spirit and I was uttering these syllables, right? We're uttering these tongues that don't make sense to man. What I didn't realize was the Holy Spirit was communicating to my spirit. And when he communicated to my spirit, I was hearing constantly by praying in the, in tongues, praying in the spirit. I was constantly hearing the movement and the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so what I didn't realize was day after day after day, every 15 minutes, I was hearing the voice of God. It was a, a perfect practice ground. It was, it was a perfect schooling for me to hear the voice of the Lord. And, and it was beautiful. And what I found was I'd be sitting in a service and all of a sudden I would sense that same leading, that same inward witness from the Holy Spirit. God wants to go this direction or he wants to do this or he wants to do that. And I, it would be the same sense that I would have when I was praying in the Holy Ghost. And I would recognize that was the voice of God talking to me. That was the voice of the Lord. It wasn't always words. It wasn't always booming. It was many, many times a still small voice, which actually completely works with scripture. And let's look at that right now. Let's go to 1 Kings. And chapter 19 and verse 11. And in the King James specifically, it says this. 1 Kings 19, 11 and 12. And so he says here to the prophet Elijah, he said, Go forth, stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great strong, great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after an earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in a fire, and after the fire, a still, small voice, a still, small voice. Now, this was a foreshadowing as to how we would move and be led and hear the voice of God in, in the New Testament. In other words, the main way that the Lord will talk to us is in that inward witness. Let me give you an example of what just happened to me over the last uh, couple of weeks. So one thing, one thing that happened, I had two things actually that broke in my house. <laughs> two things that broke in my house. And, huh? Two things that actually broke. And so one of the things that, that happened was I had actually a sound system that broke, uh, like a surround sound system. And I'll tell you the story about them in just a second. Another thing was a table. And what's very interesting is about a week before each one of those things uh, broke, I actually saw and I heard from the Lord that they were going to break and it was time to get a new one. And it kind of, that's a weird thing for the Lord to talk to you about. You know, it's like, why would he do it? Listen to this. 
When you hear the voice of the Lord and you follow it, it pays. It will put you in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And that's why sometimes what the Lord says may surprise you. It may not. I was surprised that he told me about that. And I, and I recognized it later that that's what, that was the voice of the Lord talking to me. And so, and I'll tell you why he did that. But I was literally sitting there about uh, two weeks ago and I was messing with the sound system because it had given me a little bit of trouble. And we've had, you have to understand, we've had the sound system for 18 or 19 years. We actually bought this surround sound system and it's done great for years and years. And uh, we bought it. It's one of the first big purchases that Nicole and I ever, ever got about the time that Abigail was born. Uh, that's when we got it. And it was awesome and it was great and it's worked great, but it's been almost 20 years now. And I was sitting there, I was messing with it and I just got the sense it's time for this one to go away. And uh, I don't just throw stuff away. If I can fix it, that's fine and everything. But I heard the Lord say, it's time for this one to go away. And I went, oh, okay. And that was a still small voice. It was just that inward witness. It wasn't a booming voice. Matter of fact, had I not been paying attention, I probably would have completely missed it. I probably wouldn't have heard it. But because I'm walking in a relationship and a fellowship with God, I actually heard the I heard that in my spirit, man, the same sense I get when I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. And I knew that that was probably the spirit telling me that. Well, about a week later, about a week later, what was giving me a problem, it just was not working anymore. I couldn't get it to work. And I went... This is what the Lord was talking about. It is completely shot. And I realized I, he had given me a pass a week before to go ahead and purchase or look at a new one. And so what I did was as soon as that happened, I went, we're done with it. I'm not keeping it anymore. Because sometimes we can get in a poverty mentality trying to keep something going that needs to be tossed, right? And keep it going. Yeah, while it was working, it was great. But I'm not going to fix it 20 times. And, and waste my time. That's time I could be spending with the Lord. I could be winning somebody to the Lord. I could be, I could just be resting instead of working on something that needs to be thrown away. Believe God for resources. What was God telling me? He was saying, Brian, it's okay to go ahead and get a new one. And so when I looked that day, I found one that was on sale for like 300 bucks. I got it for $160 with shipping. And, uh, and it's awesome. It beat that one all to pieces. It's a great system. I'm like really enjoying it now. You know, when you hear hear the, the planes flying over and you can hear them coming from behind you first. And I really liked it. But see, had I not heard the voice of the Lord, I might have strung that out longer than I should have. Many times it's time to close a door on something and the Holy Spirit will show us now's the time to actually close that chapter. And for that sound system, it was time to close the chapter. All right. So why would God tell me that? It gave me peace. Remember in Colossians 3, uh, 15, let the peace of God rule in your heart. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. It gave me a peace to close the chapter on that sound system and actually go ahead and and get another one. I I didn't just have peace to throw the other one out. I had a peace to get the new one. You know, sometimes I'll wait. I'll be really patient. Why Why is this important? Does God want to talk to you about a sound system? Yes. 
Yes, he is. He wants to be involved in our lives. And that's why he wants to talk to you. That's why Jesus said that in John 15, I call you friends and I want to disclose to you what the father is saying. And that involves the high things of our life, the low things, the big things, the small things. God always wants to help us and to help us move through life. And he, he doesn't want our lives to be uh, with a lack of efficiency. He wants it to be efficient, blessed. He wants us operating in him to the fullest, to the full till it overflows, John 10, 10 says. How does he get us to that fullness? How does he get us to that fullness? He gets us to that fullness by leading us, by talking to us, by talking to us. He will get us there every time. So then another situation in the same week. See, some people, now watch this. Some people would say, oh, man, my sound system broke. My table broke. Man, I'm just getting attacked by the devil. I'm not looking at it that way. Like I'm, I'm looking at actually these things lasted a long time. It's time for an upgrade. And I've got God's I've got God's word on it. Right. That's a different situation. Now, I'm not feeling like I'm just under direct attack. No, God's going to provide. If he told me this, he's also providing for it. You see, he's providing for those things. He's showing how to meet those needs. He's he's going to bring in. See, at his word, we live by his word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So if I know that God's telling me that this is going to happen this way, I also know he's going to provide whatever it is I need. So now I have a confidence going into the situation and it's all because I heard God's voice. I have a confidence instead of question marks. I have a confidence instead of a lack of faith. I have a boldness because he talked to me because I have relationship with him. And you can have that relationship with him as well. Now, here's another story that happened in the same week. I was walking by. We have a kitchen table. I, I actually it's a kitchen table that I really uh, like and I've liked it for a while. Uh, and I bought it from my sister years ago. I don't know. Maybe maybe 10 or 15 years ago. We've had it for quite some time. I like it. It was, it would seat six people and uh, then you could pull it apart and inside was another leaf that would uh, fold almost like a transformer table, which I like that too. And uh, so did Luke. And then uh, it would open up to a bigger table. Yeah, Jade's table, Kevin, you got it. And uh, it would open up to a bigger, bigger table and you could seat eight. And so I like that. So we'd close it when, you know, under normal circumstances. But if we had company, uh, it would seat eight. And uh, it was one of those tables that was like counter height, not the regular table height. And I thought that was neat sitting up, you know, and, and everything. And so we had the table. Well, uh, I don't I don't recall anything really being majorly wrong with it. I don't re recall anything being majorly wrong with it, but I was walking through the kitchen just a couple of weeks ago. And as I walked by the table, I looked at it and I, and I heard in that inner witness, I heard the voice of God say, it's time for a new table. It's time for a new table. Now, it wasn't those exact words. It was a witness of that. In other words, it was I had a witness. It's time for a new table, although I didn't hear those exact words. It's time for a new table. And I went, oh, that's 
Strange. That's odd. Okay. And then I just pray in the Holy Ghost and I pray things out. Well, sure enough, we get and we actually needed to extend it the other day. And uh, when we did, it was not working. Well, it had been working fine as far as I knew. It had been working fine. But there was actually where the tracks inside where it where it spread apart, the tracks completely broke. I would have had to recreate a whole complicated piece of this track that I didn't have the tools for and everything else. So we pull it apart. We're looking at it. And all of a sudden, I, and I remembered what the Lord said. And the Lord said, it's time for a new table. I went, you know what? We can't, and I, uh, Paul happened to be there, and uh, Jade happened to be there too. That's, and uh, she's the one who, who broke it. But um, not trying to throw her under the bus or anything. But anyway, some of the, our leaders at the church uh, were there, and Paul and Jade was there. And Paul's done a lot of carpentry and stuff. I said, Paul, we're not going to be able to fix this without recreating that piece, are we? And, and he said, I don't think so. I said, you know what? The Lord already told me it's time for a new table. I said, get the thing out of here. I said, he said, I got my truck. I can take it to the dump for you. I said, let's get it out of here. Now, see, there was a period of time in my life I've been like, no, let's fix it and been living in poverty. And no, it's time actually to let it go. And that was what the Lord was telling me. You mean God wants to talk to me on that level? Absolutely. He wants to talk to you on that level. God is very interested in your life. He wants to be involved with it. And because of that, he wants to give us direction. He wants to lead us. He wants to give us those things. So now let's talk about some more. Uh, why is it important to hear the voice of God? And then, like I said, uh, tomorrow and the next day, we're going to talk about how. But let me just give you this. Do you realize that in Christ, if you don't quit, you will win? If you don't quit, you'll win. It's just it is a promise of God. If you don't quit, you'll win. If you're doing, hear this, and I, and I wrote this in the notes, if you've actually heard from God. So now, see, if I have heard from the Lord, all provision is in that word. And if I won't quit what the, what the word of the Lord told me or the witness of God told me, I win. If I hear from God and I don't quit, I win. If I hear from God and I don't quit, I win. Throw it in the comments. If I, if I hear from God and I don't quit, I win. So now, how, how important is hearing from the Lord? How important is it? You know, there's, there's another uh, thing. It says this, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land, right? How many people want to eat the good of the land? Put a hands up in the comments. How many people want to eat the good of the land? I want to eat the good of the land. But that means I need to be willing and I need to be obedient. Let me ask you a question and, and put this question in the comments. How can I be obedient if I haven't heard? How can I be obedient if I haven't heard? But if I can hear from God and I'll be obedient and willing to what he says, then I will eat the good of the land. I will win, right? Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. Let's, let's just go there right now. Jeremiah 29, 11. I, one of my favorite scriptures of all times. And there's so much in here. One of the great points that it says here in uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 is that God has plans for us 
And in those plans, there's no plans for calamity. So let's read this. Uh, this is in the New American. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. So what I just said is God has plans and calamity has no part of in his plan. All right. Now, I'm telling you that if you just read that scripture and heard it, you just heard the voice of the Lord as well. This was not necessarily him directly saying it to your spirit through the spirit man. This was it being preached to you from the Holy Spirit flowing through me to you. But it's still the voice of the Lord here as well. Many times the voice of the Lord starts with listening to what the word says. All right. Hearing the voice of the Lord, it starts there. He says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, plans that will give you a future and a hope. He's got plans for us. But we know from the word that we're to take his plan and be obedient to it. How can we have a future and a hope and a, and a, a future that has a welfare that we fare well in? How can we have a future and hope if we don't get God's plans? God wants to give you his plans. Remember the plans he has. Jesus says, I call you friends and I want to disclose those plans to you. I want to share them with you. God has a plan for you. It's a good plan to, for you to fare well, to give you a future and a hope, to keep you out of calamity. But we've got to hear from him. This topic is so important. You can hear God's voice. He wants you to hear his voice. He wants you to. And so... Uh, I read already Romans 8, 14. If, if you, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God or the children of God. God desires, and you can drop this in the comments, God desires for all of his children to hear from him by the Spirit. God desires for all of his children to hear him. God desires for all of his children to hear him. It's a part of his plan. And one, one book that I'll recommend to you, and I love reading this book, and I try to read it at least once a year, is How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Brother Hagen, Brother Kenneth E. Hagen. How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God. We will put that link to that book in our description below so that you can see it, how, so that you can find that book. Great book, and it's one of those books where the more you read it, the more you get out of it. That's why I like reading it a whole lot. Uh, somebody put that title in the comment, and uh, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth Hagen. One thing I wrote down is this, correct action to the Holy Spirit leading will put us in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. How many people you find yourselves like, God, I just don't feel like I'm doing the right thing or I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. When we learn how to hear God's voice, then what happens is we find ourselves in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. That's what we want to do. Good gracious, what a link somebody just put up. <laughs> So when we, that link to the book was really long. And, uh, but when we find ourselves hearing the voice of God and being obedient, 
we will be in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And uh, that's exactly where we want to be. Another thing about this is, number one, if you hear God's voice, you miss calamity. Number two, you win if you keep in it. Number two, number three, uh, we will eat the good of the land. Number four, we will follow God's plan by hearing his voice. Uh, again, we'll be in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Number, number, that's number five. Number six, leading from God brings resolve. Have you ever been in something you just don't know if you should keep on? But I can tell you that actually when you know that you know that you've heard from God, then you know you're doing the right thing. It will strengthen you when you don't feel like going forward. I actually utilize this a lot with people that are uh, getting married. Uh, when they're getting married, I'll say, look, you should not get married. If you're a Christian and you know anything about God, you should not get married until you've heard from the Lord that, that God wanted you to marry this person. Why? Because I can promise you the devil is going to try and tie, uh, try your marriage. And in those moments, it really helps if you have a resolve if you have a resolve, God told me that this is a person for me. That's something that Nicole and I have. Both of us know God spoke to us and said, this is the person that I want you to be one with in marriage. That gives me a strength. It gives me such a strength and has for, uh, all through the years, especially early on when you're new to marriage and you don't know how the devil's going to attack you and you don't know everything that's going on, knowing that God had ordained this. God had spoken to me and said, Nicole is to be your wife. I had found a good thing and then God was even approving it and putting his stamp on it. Man, that helped me. It helped me to think right, to be right, uh, to think towards her in love, all of these things by hearing the voice of the Lord. And then I wrote this, when we are led and we were willing and obedient, the blessings of God will manifest in abundance and they will pile up around you. So the, to answer our question today, can you hear the voice of God? And, and what are the good things about hearing his voice? We've gone through those today. Yes, you can hear his voice. God wants you to hear his voice. And in the next couple of days, we're going to talk about what does that voice sound like? What does the voice of God sound like and how do we walk in that? What does his voice sound like? How does it, how, how do we hear that voice? We're going to talk about those things tomorrow. Today, you know, we sow this broadcast into you. It's completely free. And uh, it excites us to get this word and this good news. See, we want you to hear the voice of God because we want your lives to go up to a different level all the time. We want those things to happen. And we sow that into the world. We sow this broadcast daily, Lunch Plus, into the world for you, right? And you don't have to pay a thing for it, but you just basically log on. It'll be there for you and uh, join us when we're live. But there's some people that are saying, you know what? I want to sow into that broadcast. I want to sow into getting that good news out into the world. I want to sow into what What's Right is doing and what Lunch Plus is doing. I believe in what you're doing. I believe in you helping people and having, we have testimonies all the time of how these things have been life changing. I want to sow into getting knowledge into people 
so that they can hear the voice of God. I might not be, have that platform uh, to do that, but I want to help you do that. If that's you today, you can sow and give. You may also be saying, you know what? I want to hear more from the Lord. And because of that, I recognize the importance of this message today. And Lord, I'm sowing into this particular message simply to say, I recognize it. I honor you. I esteem you. I trust you. And Lord, I want to hear more clearly from you. So it can be a number of reasons that people may want to sow into the kingdom and the gospel of Jesus Christ going out. If that's you today, you can type in Facebook, hashtag donate, followed by the amount, or you can go to giveww.org, giveww.org, for, uh, that stands for givewhatsright.org, uh, giveww.org, and you can set up there. You can give one time, or you can basically say, you know what, I want to partner with you. I don't want to do this just once. I want this to be an ongoing thing. I'm partnering with you, and here's what I want you to know. When you sow, whether it be one time or an ongoing partnership with us, we're believing for you. We're standing for you. We're praying for you. These are things that we do every day. Lord, the people we're connected to that you've connected with us, Lord, protect them. I heard earlier as Barrett was praying, she was praying for every household, everyone to be blessed that was a part of Lunch Plus. And that's what we do. We want to be that. We want to stand in the gap with you. We want to pray for you. And so if you're partnering with us, we treat that very highly. That is no small thing to us. And we believe in you. We're standing with you. We're standing for you. We're going to believe for breakthrough when you need breakthrough, for protection when you need protection. That's what we're doing. So we invite you to partner with us on that level. It Remember, a partnership is two different groups doing their part in a relationship. So it's not just supposed to be, according to the word, it's not just supposed to be a one-way street. It's supposed to be a blessings passing back and forth, love being given from us to you, from you to us. That's what a true partnership looks like. And uh, we're going to do our part every single day on Lunch Plus and in our prayers. And we're believing for you for that supernatural. And we're already seeing it. We're seeing testimonies come up, people healed, finances. Uh, just this week, uh, somebody that's in partnership with the ministry uh, had $2,000. Uh, no, excuse me. It was over 13. It was two different bills. Over $1,300 of medical debt erased again this week uh, that we heard of. God is so good and he wants to get the goodness into us. And we just want to be a part of your life. And uh, we pray that you want to be a part of ours too. So if you want to give today, you're welcome to do that. And we want to pray and bless it. Part of our responsibility is to bless that. And so right now, Father, in Jesus name, Lord, bless everybody who's sowing. Yeah, thank you, Father. There, I just sense it right now. Somebody, somebody that is sowing, and or they're sitting there about to, that you're sowing and that breakthrough, you need it. Lord, I just ask that you would back that breakthrough. Back it, Lord. Back that breakthrough. Back that seed. Father, it's a supernatural thing to give, and it's an act of love and trust in you. Lord, I just ask right now, in the name of Jesus, supernaturally, Lord, supernaturally manifest in their lives every bit of salvation that they're believing you for through Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for it. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for it. Thank you for backing. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for bringing financial breakthrough. Thank you, Lord, for bringing restoration. Thank you for restoration. 
Lord, thank you for restoration. That, that's probably, you know, whoever that is, that's probably one of the big things. Thank you, Lord, for restoration. Restoration of mind, restoration of family, restoration of health. Thank you, Lord, for bringing restoration in that. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. This is what I was talking about just a second ago. Uh, in partnership, that's what happens. When somebody believes God, if that's you, send us a note and let us know, hey, that was me. You were, you were praying for me. Because uh, we want to know about those things. This is the idea of partnership. See, what happens is when somebody decides to be a partner, what it does is it puts a spiritual draw on the people that are called to minister there. The people that are called to give uh, spiritually, it'll put a spiritual draw. And so partnership is not just finances, but it's not not finances either. P finances many times is like the beginning way to show that partnership. But another area of partnership is prayer. And we want you to pray for Lunch Plus. Pray for what's right. Pray for Boomerang Church. Pray for these things. We desire and covet your prayers, your faith, hope, and love towards us. That's also a part of partnership. But when somebody decides to say, God is calling me to partner with a ministry, what happens is spirit Spiritually, it puts a spiritual draw on that ministry and God will start to feed that draw. And so while I'm sitting here praying over money and praying over finances, the Lord shows me restoration for that person or for multiple people. It doesn't just have to be one. He shows me that fullness of his salvation. So now as a spiritual authority, I can pray that out with an authority because God just gave me the word for you and agree with you. That's how partnership works. And that's why you want to be connected with the right places. Don't You don't want to be connected with the wrong places. But the ones that God has ordained and, and he has ordained a partnership with, when you partner, it puts a spiritual draw on that. Sometimes many people, we've had partners in ministry. I'll be just driving down the road. I'll be doing nothing that day. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, a person that I hadn't thought about in a while will come up and I'll start praying over. And a lot of times if the Lord leads me, I'll reach out and say, hey, the Lord just talked to me about you and I just wanted to see if you need anything. And they'll say, absolutely. I'm going through this. I've got to answer this question. I need the wisdom of God on it. And we'll go through those things. And all of a sudden we find out that was the Lord through partnership bringing a spiritual solution so that person was wasn't alone. And it's so very important. So if you decide to partner with us, just know that's what that's how we see it. And it is a thing of God's beauty and design. And we're just excited uh, for you to be a part of the family at Lunch Plus and What's Right and Boomerang Church. We love you and we're praying for you. And I hope you got a lot out of this today. And tomorrow is going to be awesome. We're going to be talking about how does what does God's voice sound like, right? We're going to be talking about that. And uh, we're going to be talking about how to hear it even better. How can we grow in those areas? I'm looking forward to it. I think Barrett's got some stuff to wrap up, but I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great, great day. Bye-bye. Wow, what an awesome broadcast. If you haven't done it yet, go ahead and share the broadcast. If you are on YouTube, I want you to take this link 
copy it, and then share it to your friends. Send this to somebody that you know, because who hasn't wanted to know how to hear God's voice? This series that we are in today and over the next couple days, it is going to be life changing. So you're not going to want to miss it. You don't want your friends to miss it. So share this link with somebody that you know. And if you're not subscribed yet to our YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe to the Brian Wright YouTube channel to be notified immediately when we go live and do the same thing on our Facebook page. So that way, either way, either platform you're on, you know, when you are about to hear a word from God or watch us eat weird food. It's really either way. <laughs> but we thank you so much for being on with us. Here's what we've got going on on Sunday. It's Christmas at Boomerang, and we want to invite you specifically. Thank you for being a partner with this ministry. We thank you so much for that. And here's what we've got going on at Boomerang. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus, and we're doing it big. We are going to be having giveaways. We're giving away a Nintendo Switch, a coach purse, a smoker grill. We are having a, if you are bringing a child 10 and under, every child will receive one free gift from us. We're going to have food here. It's going to be such an awesome service and we want you to be a part of what God is doing. It's going to be great. And that's what we've got going on. Make sure that you are here tomorrow. You are not going to want to miss part two of this series that we are in. By the end of this week, if you hear all of these and you apply them, you're going to be able to hear God's voice better than you ever have before. And we thank you for being here with us. We love you. Be blessed. And we'll be back tomorrow at 1130 for another episode of Lunch Plus. Love you. Have a great day.